We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Tuesday NBA DFS slate. We're back. Uh, you can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at Rotocurve, Rotowire, and as a featured writer on the DraftKings playbook or anywhere, row, row, row. Uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh Hayes FS. This podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher. If you get a chance to rate review us, please go ahead and don't forget to share and subscribe. And for all of you uh, tuning into the live stream, joining us on, on the YouTube channel and Google Hangouts, we definitely appreciate that. We appreciate all you guys uh, pressing that subscribe button uh, as well. It seems like we've uh, added some, some new YouTube subscribers to the channel. So we definitely love that. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you all for that. It's uh an, an awesome thing. Uh, we appreciate you supporting us. And let's go ahead and move forward with Tuesday's action here. Benny, are you ready? Yeah, this is, um, you know, even though it's only a five-game slate for Tuesday, four of these five games are ones that I expect to be really high-scoring. So we might see a pretty high-scoring fantasy night here, even though there's only, a, you know, a small five-game slate. 
yeah, we got my um, my boy, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, still crushing people. And to me, it's just an absolute cash game lock. But we'll save that for now because we're talking about the point guard position. And we got to talk about Dame. Damian Lillard balling out of control with a great matchup at home against the Brooklyn Nets. Exposure percentage for you, 99%, 100, 110. Where are you at? I mean, the only reason why I won't say, like, I'll have him on every roster is because there's a lot of point guard options here that I like. Um, You have him going up against Brooklyn, which is obviously a great matchup. You know, Brooklyn's horrible at stopping the guards. Lillard has been playing out of his mind lately. Um, So, yeah, he's definitely going to be probably my top exposure. But I also like Drew Holiday going up against Washington. You know, he's been putting up a lot of points lately, and his price is a little bit cheaper. Uh, Rondo against Denver. We know Denver's, you know, struggled to stop point guards all year long. Rondo's been putting up some pretty good games. Um, you know, Ish Smith against Orlando. Orlando's been a team that struggles against guards as well. Although Ish is a little bit lower on the list. He had one of his worst games this weekend. Um, but I think he'll bounce back again in this one. So there's a lot of guys up at the top end that I think are, are in play. Um, even John Wall going up against New Orleans, who's another team who historically uh, struggles against point guards. So, I think it's going to have a lot to do with price, but yeah, Lillard is is definitely going to be somebody that's on a lot of those lineups. I have to a thousand percent agree. He's just been so on fire um, as of late, you know, along with TJ McCollum there as well. Uh, and you, you, the matchup is too good to ignore. Uh, you, down below that too, uh, I think an actual cheat code for Tuesday is Darren Carlson. He's been playing a good number of minutes and basically entire fourth quarter for the Sacramento Kings there. And has been, you know, hanging around the 25 to 32 point range over the past six, seven games, going back all the way to uh, February 3rd overall. And, you know, they have a mess at the shooting guard position which, and he's just playing a lot of the shooting guard himself. Actually in two of these six games, he has a 20, uh, two 25 point games. There overall, is not doing a ton of assisting, but is grabbing some steals. Is knocking down the tray. He's actually the designated um, technical free throw shooter there as well. I mean, you know, take for that for what it's worth. I'm not saying that you're gonna automatically get a ton of tees that he's going to hit for you, but you know, he's a great free throw shooter, which always helps. And uh, you know, you take a look at the price tag that you that you get him at. Five K is very very reasonable for a guy who's actually you know played uh, playing into the thirty plus uh, range for minutes. Bellinelli and and um, and but Macklemore have been either stinking it up or injured. So make sure you get some exposure to Darren Collison somewhere. Low bottom end of cash, GPP, whatever you want to do. I mean, it is back on the road against Denver, so the, to- the total should be pretty high in that matchup there as well. And uh, I think you're in a good spot there as well. Now for ca- for GPPs, um, how do you feel about Shelvin Mack? Uh, you know, uh, with his uptick in minutes, playing against a you know. Uh, a Houston team that uh, tends to give up a lot of fancy points and plays at a pretty fast pace. Yeah. I mean, if you need a cheap option, I think he's, you know, if you want to fit in like some of the guys we're going to talk about, like the boogie cousins or, you know, some of the big forwards and center options, uh-huh. you're going to need some cheap guys to go there. So I, I don't hate Shelvin Mack. My only problem is I think there's a lot of point guards in good spots that are going to have, you know, a couple of them are going to have big games. So I think that you're really putting yourself behind the eight ball if you don't spend up at the point guard spot um, and go up and get like two of those guys towards the high end. You know, Lillard probably being one of them. And then, you know, whether you want to go with like a, you know, like a Rondo or or a Drew Holiday or something like that. I mean, these are guys that could put up 40, 50 fantasy points. So if you're going down to Shelvin Mack, what you're really saying is I think Mack's going to outperform and I'm also fading the 50 point game from all these guys. And I think that's a little bit tough to do. 
that makes some sense for me overall. So I think I've sort of drawn the line and thrown some home run plays before at you, at you, but we have a good level of consistency all the way from the bottom all to, you know, to uh, the very top. I'm fine with, you know, John Wall atta- attacking New Orleans, you know, North Cole mm-hmm. defense overall, Rajon Rondo against Denver, Damon Lillard all the way up top as well. You can sort of yeah. pick your poison and you're in very good spots to, just depending on how you want to shake out the rest of your roster. So maybe you're better off moving to a shooting guard position like we're going to do now here and decide what you want to do at the two uh, rather than figuring out who you have to lock in at the one first. So um, Harden to me, I don't care that it's against Utah necessarily. I think it still is a very, very strong play here for Tuesday. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be going away from them in tournaments um, because I think that this is a spot, like I said, I want to pay up at point guard. So I'm looking to save a little bit at the at the shooting guard spot. And I think there's some guys that can get me some great value. Uh, Victor Oladipo has been about $6,500 lately, and he's put up some huge games since they made the Tobias trade. He had 40 in the first game, uh, 46 in the second game since they made that trade. So if you're getting a guy that's putting up 43 fantasy points on average, um, he should be priced at around like 8K. If you're getting him for 6,500, I mean, it's almost lock and load for me. So Victor Oladipo might even have higher exposure to him than I do to Damian Lillard on uh, on Tuesday, as, as crazy as that sounded, as much as I like Lillard. Um, and then down from there, there's a couple other options that I like in that little bit cheaper range. Uh, Evan Fournier is stepping into a 35-minute 30, role now that the, the Tobias trades happened. He's only like 52 or 5,300, so I think you got to look at him. He could put up 25 to 30 fantasy points for you pretty easily. Uh, Joe Johnson has found the fountain of youth lately. Like I said, we talked about him in the season-long show. He's been playing a lot better lately. Again, another guy that's right at $5,000, so that's really, really cheap for a guy who's playing 30-plus minutes. Um, you know, he'll give you 15 fantasy points. He'll add in three or four rebounds and four or five assists. Um, so I think he can get you that 25 to 30 fantasy points as well. So that's kind of the way I'm looking. I'm looking to save a little more at the at the shooting guard spot. Um, not really going up to pay up for Harden, and I'm not really even going up to pay up for McCollum as, as good as he's been playing here. Um, I just think that the value you can get with guys like Oladipo, Fournier, and Joe Johnson is, uh, you know, too good to pass up here. All right, I love Fournier against Philly. I'm with you there as well. Rodney Hood against James Harden defense and that paced up game, I'll definitely find getting exposure. Gary Beal, I think, is safe. Um, but, you know, I don't really love him as much as you normally would against ta- uh, attacking Sacramento defense because, like I said, Darren Carlson has actually been playing more of the two, and he's the best defender of the three that they have available between McLemore, um Marco Bellinelli and um, Darren Collison. So keep that in mind when you, you think about, oh, normally I can always attack the Sacramento D. It's not as good as a spot as you would normally think. Having said that, they, I think Gary Harris did end up paying off the price tag, which was cash safe, but not anything close to GPP juicy. So I'm with you. I'm going to stay in that range. I don't think I'm going to go uh, any far below Joe Johnson. Um, in in that spot, and I, I think you can mix and match. I'm I'm use I'm I'm a consistent hard and cash game user, and I agree with you for GPPs because he's expensive, but he can pay off the tag. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. just my general approach to it. Um, before we move on to the small four position, gotta let all the pod listeners out there know rotowire.com slash pod is the place where you can still get a 10-day free trial. Uh, don't forget to check out all the lop, lineup optimizers for uh, FanDuel and uh, some other sites. We have a lineup optimizers for FanDuel for baseball coming up, for NFL, uh, for NBA currently going on, for college basketball, soccer, golf, all the major sports, up-to-the-minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and draft kits that are fully complete online and in magazine format for all the major sports. Rotowire.com slash pod. 10-day free trial. Make sure you take advantage. 
All right, let's go ahead and take advantage of the best plays that we have available at the small forward position for Tuesday. Yeah, I don't really love a lot of the small forward position. So for me, it's it's very easy. I think I'm just going to go and pay for the top two guys that are up there. Neither one of them are incredibly expensive, but uh, you got Danilo Gallinari, who's probably my favorite. Um, going up against Sacramento, paced up game. He's pretty much the highest usage guy on Denver. Uh, put up a pretty good game in this matchup uh, last week, I think before the All-Star break when they played. And again, we talked about this um, a couple times last week. Sacramento has been given up so many points that any of the highest usage guys on the team that are going up against them are guys that you got to at least consider and put in play. You know, we saw LeBron and Kyrie do it. We saw all the high usage guards on the Boston Celtics do it against them recently. Um, You know, the last time they played Denver, we saw Gallinari have a big game and Will Barton played pretty well. So I think, um, you know, Gallinari is easily my number one option. And then, after that, it basically came down. I don't like any of the guys below Rudy Gay. So it came down to a decision between Gordon Hayward and Rudy Gay. And for me, I think I just kind of like Gordon Hayward a little more going up against Houston. Um, even though Trevor Rees is known as a good defensive player, Houston has been unable to stop anybody at the wing position this year. It's a paced-up game for Utah going up against Houston, who plays at a higher pace. Um, should be a lot of scoring. Gordon Hayward is one of their better scorers. So I think Hayward and, and Gallinari is going to be the pairing that I use. Cash and GPP, just lock them in there and work my way around it. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. There's just not a lot of exciting options uh, overall. I would have felt better about Ariza if it wasn't Utah in a snail's pace game. Um, you know, and you know, Rudy Gay, I think you can make a case for Gallo, who, who um, bombed away against Sacramento in the last game on Friday is in a very good spot. And they're probably out for some revenge there as well. I'm fine with Gordon Hayward up top for cash there as well. And then aside from that, I just don't love the value plays um, there as well. So I think you need to stay fairly safe with a couple of the players up top. I wish we could attack Otto Porter, but I just can't make a case for Alonzo G or anybody else that could be in the mix there as well. So we're going to have to give him a one-time pass for having such a terrible matchup on the other side of the ball and then just stay up top there with some top options. If you want to gamble on Covington for GPPs, I'm fine with that, but I definitely don't think he's cash safe. So um, that's how we have that approaching. I think we're fairly in lockstep there. So we can move on to the power four position here for Tuesday and talk about how Brow is going to make your cash debut <laughs> on Tuesday. All right. The, you know what? Let's, let's start the Anthony Davis conversation here. Cause I know that you're not going to be the first person who sends me a text asking me, you know, is he no longer on your list? But right. there was a reason why I made this my New Year's resolution not to play him in cash. And here's the way I'm going to say this to you guys. Um, all right, in cash games, you need what? Maybe 5X to feel comfortable with a guy at 10K? Uh-huh. So he's now he's now done that in one, two, three, four of his last eight games. So he's still only about a 50-50 proposition in cash. Now, as far as upside goes... This is the first time he's been over 5.8x since Christmas when he had a 6x game. Now, is it nice that he went 9x, put up 90 fantasy points for you, 20 rebounds, 59 points? Yes. Is he getting more of the offensive load being thrown on his shoulders because they basically do not have a good team around him right now? Yes, I completely agree with that too. I mean, he took 34 shots last game. So he's somebody that I'm going to start putting back on the radar as somebody that I'll keep an eye on. But again, I'm not ready to say he's a cash game lock again. And remember, this is a guy who I took first overall in my season-long fantasy draft. So it's not like I don't like Anthony Davis. 
I just think for DFS right now, once in the past two months has he hit, you know, 6x value or better. So for tournaments, I can't even, you know, consider him a great option. And then he's only been, you know, four times in his last eight games, five times in his last 15 games has he reached 5x value, which is good enough for me in a cash game play. So he's still not a cash game guy. He's still not a guy that I'm putting on my cash games. But I think at the very least, you got to consider him as somebody that has huge upside in a GPP. All right, that's fair. Uh, so then let's talk about who you want. And if you want some exposure to Derek Favors, we got um, you know Aaron Gordon against Philadelphia is interesting there. Uh, what, what's your game plan here for, Thursday, for Tuesday? Yeah, for me, Aaron Gordon's almost a lock. Um, if he stays down at 6K, he's putting up 30-plus fantasy points a game now, playing 30-plus minutes per game now. Um, so I think he's probably the safest guy for cash and also a guy that I'll have in some GPP rosters. And what I'm going to try to do is save a little bit of money because I want to fit in, you know, Cousins at the center position. So in order to do that, I don't think I'm going to be able to get Anthony Davis. So I'm basically looking at two guys, um, Thad Young going up against Portland. We know that Portland's big guys aren't all that good. Thad Young has been playing pretty well, putting up a lot of points lately. Um, basically all the production for that Nets team is basically coming from the forward spot. So guys like, you know, Joe Johnson at small forward and, you know, Thad Young at the power forward, and then, you know, Brooke Lopez up front, you know, their their front court has been the one that's doing the damage. So I like Thad Young, and I also like Derek Favors. Favors is going up against Houston. Houston's been one of the worst teams all season long and stopping the power forward position. Um, Favors I like more for cash, probably Thad more for, for a tournament. Favors is a guy that's been consistently getting you those, you know, 35 fantasy points that you want, but we haven't seen like a 25 and 20 game out of him. Like, I don't think he has the huge explosive upside that you're really looking for in a tournament. Um, so for tournaments, I'd probably go Thad Young and Aaron Gordon. And for cash, I think Gordon and Favors is a nice pairing. Uh, I think I'm with you uh, there as well. So Aaron Gordon, to me, max exposure against Philly. Uh, and then aside from that, too, like we just can't find enough value options for me to to trust um, what's, av- what's available uh, there as well. And, you know, Marquise Morris could be a potential wild card. Thad Young, I like the matchup against Portland. And then, you know, Derek Favors is going to be my lock, safe cash play. And then I don't really, you know, want to go up against Washington, but it is. I mean, if it's going to be Marquise Morris defense, he could, you know, eat him alive in back-to-back games. So I think maybe you do need to make a case, at least in GPPs, for Anthony Davis. It's five-game slate, so you may be able to for, sort of figure, uh, you know, uh, that you don't love the rest of your roster and he's your, your highest upside guy and you squeeze him into your cash games as well. I think that's it's a plausible scenario. I don't know if I'm going if I'm going to do it. I'm going to I actually I'm going to evaluate it. Is what I'm going to say. I think you should give it some consideration because you know, there aren't a ton of uh, big boys that we uh, that you must play uh for uh the Tuesday slate. Um what you must do before we move on to the center position here, Benny, is talk about what you're going to do, what's your plan for your business and your website. If you need a website, why not do it yourself here with Wix.com? No matter what business you're in, Wix.com has something for you, used by more than 75 million people worldwide. Wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today. You need to get the word out about your business. It all starts with a stunning website so with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, the drag-and-drop editor. There's no code needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself 
yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create their own professional websites each and every day. So when you're running your own business, you're bound to be too busy, too busy to worry about the budget, the scheduling appointments, or building a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to WIX.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, center is up. Let's go ahead and talk about who you're putting down here on the Tuesday slate. Yeah, if you can afford to get him in your lineup, um, you know, like you said, the Marcus Cousins has been an absolute monster lately. Denver has trouble stopping big guys. Um, I think it's just such a good matchup for him, such a good spot. If you can afford to put him in there, I definitely think you want to have some exposure to Cousins. If you're playing multiple lineups in the GPP, um, you need at least one of them that has him on it. Otherwise, I think you're doing it wrong. Now, with that being said, there are a lot of good center options today that I would consider. Uh, you got Vucevic going up against Philly. Uh, Philly's been, you know, one of the more generous teams to centers. Uh, he should be able to get some block shots against Okafor, should be able to rack up a bunch of rebounds. He's been scoring pretty well lately, playing a lot of minutes. I think Vucevic is in play. Um, Brook Lopez is basically the entire offense for the Brooklyn Nets. He goes up against Portland. Portland has no good big guys that can defend them. He should have an absolute field day there, so I think he's in play. And then even if you come down to some of the cheaper options, you know, like Marcin Gortat going up against, uh, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, Gortat's a guy who's been a pretty solid performer. You know, he sees a lot of minutes, and we know that the Pelicans have been one of the worst at stopping centers all season long. So not a bad spot for him if you're looking to save. And then the guy who I I like if I'm going to go cheap or cheaper than, you know, like Cousins or the top end, you know, again, Jaleel Okafor has been playing really, really well lately. The guy has always been able to score, but now he's starting to rebound a little more too. So if you add the 20 to 30 fantasy, uh, 20 to 30 real life points that he puts up, and then you're able to add eight to 12 rebounds onto that, you know, here's a guy that's getting you 35 to 40 fantasy points for like a mid six price tag over on FanDuel. You know, it's tough to ignore a guy that can get you 40 for, uh, you know, 6,400. So, if I have to go cheap, Okafor is my favorite. If I can afford to spend up for Cousins, that's what I would prefer to do. But if I had to make a stop at Vucevic, Lopez, or, or Gortat anywhere along the way with the way the salary works out, I'm perfectly fine with any of those five guys in my lineup. Yeah, good. Cousins is going to be my lock cash play. Second choice is Vucci. Uh, I'm there as well. I, I think I'm agree with you there. Lopez and Gortat in very good spots, particularly Gortat against a Sheik who has been a uh, turnstile all season long. And then if you want to mix it up and you want to gamble just a little bit, at least in GPPs, Nikola Jokic um, is a guy who is supposed to be the starter. I think he redeems himself against Marcus Tuzins, who embarrassed him um, in the last matchup. But generally speaking, he's been a guy who's been very, very productive. And somebody asked me on Twitter, but you know who I should use on, on you know, on uh, Sunday for, for, or for DFS uh, you know, you, who, who do you think it's going to be? Denver's in a good spot, but who's going to be the play? And I said, Jokic is supposed to be the default center um, among the three, and he produced very well. So if you feel like gambling on Jokic, I'm fine with that. It is a little bit risky because Cousins has made a strong, strong habit of getting uh, players uh, on the opposing sides into fantasy trouble. And it was four, four fouls in four minutes for Jokic. I don't think he repeats that. So, you know, nobody, I think that's going to be your like home run GPP fade that uh, a lot of people are going to be off that you can sort of get into. And, you know, if it pays off, then you're in a really good spot because Sacramento Kings allow fa- a lot of fantasy points. Um, that's that's pretty much it for me. I'm, I'm, I think I'm with you with the, with those plays. I'm not going to get too cute here with with anybody else. I think we've nailed those top options correctly. Uh, if you have any questions for us along the way, don't forget we record this show at 36 hours in advance. So if there's any injury, injury issues or updates, 
Uh, make sure you check those up. We have all the latest information available on rotorwire.com. Benny has all the latest information uh, and f- for answering questions for battling trolls uh, at uh, BennyR11. And if you want to get some information from me as well, it's at Josh Hayes FS. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Thanks for subscribing. We'll see you next time. Quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13.